There is nothing worse than going to a doctor's appointment, expecting to be the center of attention, and then your doctor seems like they have better things to do and better places to be. You know, instead of listening to you intently, asking you how you feel and help you along, the doctor is just checking their watch, ready to get out of there. Well, on ZocDoc, you'll find quality doctors who focus on you and listen to you to prioritize your care. ZocDoc is the only free app that lets you find and book doctors who are patient-reviewed, take your insurance, are available when you need them, and treat almost every condition under the sun. So no more playing Dr. Roulette or scouring the internet for questionable reviews. With ZocDoc, you have a trusted guide to connect you to your favorite doctor that you haven't even met yet. Millions of people use ZocDoc's free app to find and book a doctor in their neighborhood who is patient-reviewed and fits their needs and schedule just right. So go to ZocDoc.com Tim and download the ZocDoc app for free. Then find and book a top-rated doctor today. Many are available within 24 hours. That's Z-O-C-D-O-C dot com slash Tim. ZocDoc dot com slash Tim. Ha, oh, man, you know what? Uh, you get older and sometimes your eyes get a little blurrier and you need some glasses, you know? But the beauty of companies like Warby Parker is that Warby Parker was founded with a rebellious spirit and a lofty goal. Huh. So to create boutique quality eyewear at a revolutionary price point. Now, in case y'all didn't know, Warby Parker is committed to providing exceptional vision care online and in stores, offering eyeglasses, sunglasses, eye exams, and contact lenses. Did you know that? I did not. <laughs> glasses start at $95, including prescription lenses, sunglasses, progressives, and blue light lenses are also available. Hmm. Huh. Now, I actually do have a pair of Warby Parker glasses. They are light. They're fashionable. I got mines at the New York location. I love them. Here's what's lit. You don't have to go to New York. All you got to do is take the online quiz, take home the free home try-on program, order five pair of sunglasses to try at home for free for five days, and there's no obligation to buy, okay? Ships free and includes a prepaid return. Now, that's just lit, Okay. But the home try-ons are only offered in the U.S. Sorry, international people. Yes, try five pairs of glasses at home for free at warbyparker.com slash no chaser. I mean, come on. Five, four, three, two, one. <clears throat> Uh-huh. He came from heaven to earth to show the way from the earth to the cross. My death to pay from the cross to the grave, from the grave to the sky. Lord, I lift your name on high. I heard about that guy before. <laughs> What's his name? So, Jesus. Jesus guy something. Uh, Javier. I, I'm not. I won't ruin how the book ends for you, but it's an interesting one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm on chapter two. <laughs> <laughs> on chapter two. <laughs> um, yeah, uh, that's just one of the random church songs I wake up singing after like ten years of Christian school. Nice. Y'all don't know that song? Good no? for you. No, I don't know. Here's another banger. Jesus, lover of my soul, Jesus. I will never let you go. You've taken me from the miry clay. You put my feet upon the rock, and now I know I love you. I love you. I need you. I need you. I feel it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. Y'all don't know that one either. No. You know, I didn't go to church ah. growing up, so don't know the songs. Okay. Don't know the songs, but good for you. Well, I was thanks. told I wasn't allowed to listen to church music. <laughs> only gangster rap. Only gangster rap. Oh, so <laughs> going to Christian school, of course, you know, we were also all like hip hop fans, right? Mm. But, you know, our teachers didn't want us listening to that. So my boy Johnny brought a Christian rap album and he played it for us. And it was uh, went a little something like this. <laughs> I'm a Jesus freak. Uh-huh. I'm a Jesus freak. Eight days a week, I'm a Jesus freak. Okay. <laughs> I bust a motherfucker in the head <laughs> if you're talking shit. Jesus Christ, that's my shit. Mm. 
bitch. Yeah. Ooh. Okay, JC, I see you. Okay. <laughs> Felt that one. Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, uh, first of all, what's good, everybody? Chilling. Uh, if you are listening to this, I need you to go to the YouTube channel right now so you can witness Tim's outfit. Mm-hmm. Word. Glorious. And if you're a shoe guy, you should go to YouTube so me and Nikki can piss you off. Uh-huh. Why? What's happening? Oh. I have on alternate 11s that people hate. Hate. And I'm wearing mids, which people despise. Sneakerheads don't like it. They can't afford it, but they don't like it. (laughs) And I have a treat for you guys. I didn't bring any other shoes for the next (laughs) three episodes. We're here. Why do people hate these so much? Um, It just... They were never worn on the court. You yeah. know what I'm saying? People get mad about that shit. But it's funny because those same people buy all the ones that have never touched never. the court. Well, they're going to be real mad when I wear the Team Jordans on my next oh, one. Bro, bro, I was about to buy some Team Jordans just- <laughs> the other day, but they were just too clunky. But I loved them shits when I was a kid. Um, I uh, I never wore the Team Jordans. Um, I also never had the pleasure of rocking the Shaquille O'Neal Air Force Ones, or no, the Shaquille Jordans with the um oh the the Payless ones, the Payless ones. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> did, I had did you yellow ones? <laughs> our our school colors were purple and gold, and you know we was broke. But yeah, yeah, I wore the Shaq ones. I didn't even like the Shaq Reeboks, but now I love them. The, I, the uh the hypnotized the ones that look like oh the, i yeah. loved those yeah <laughs> damn um what else uh speaking of payless i definitely i rocked the uh airwalks airwalks yeah oh. definitely yeah. okay um, my mom uh convinced me that they were cool told me some rapper had them or some <laughs> shit like that to get me to wear them i thought mine were dope and you know how back in the day you know it's like we didn't have a lot of money, so you only kind of get like one pair of shoes a year and shit. Mm-hmm. Um, I remember, dog, my Airwalks were getting so dirty and just torn up. Mm-hmm. And I washed them, and they was getting kind of yellow still. And I was like, I got a solution. Put white out all oh, along the... Yeah, 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 yeah. But not on just the logo, like all around the shit. And it was like, yo, shoes, them new shoes too? And I was like, just wait till I run because these motherfuckers about to crack all up and yeah. down the soul. I stayed whitening out my fucking whatever white shoes I had. I was the white shoe guy from K-Swiss. Oh my God. Yeah. Oh, that K- was your shit. I was a K-Swiss man. Fat laces or no fat laces? Uh, No fat laces. Okay. I thought I thought I thought it was a little tacky. You know what I'm saying? I mean, out our way it was fat laces on everything. <laughs> yeah, I mean for here, if you had fat laces, that meant you was in the game. Mm. It had to be a certain color. Oh. <laughs> well my baby on, my on baby the K Swiss at least. Yeah. yeah. I thought I was so fly one day, man. At school, uh I wore I wore uh, a canary yellow Lacoste. It was fake, of course. Mm. But to match I had found these SpongeBob laces at the liquor store. I put in my in my all white forces. Boy, <laughs> I was fucking fly that day. <laughs> <sighs> um, I was just thinking about this the other day specifically. Um, how you know we always tell stories about it. Yeah, you know, like um, I couldn't. My my family couldn't afford uh, the Jordans growing up, and I could. You know, we only had one pair of shoes for a whole year, and like that's really motivated me to uh, grind, and that's why I low-key like i buy so many shoes nowadays but i never thought about how my dad felt hearing me say that Mm -hmm. you know what i'm saying and one day i was in thailand and with my family and i saw these like adidas that i really liked i hadn't seen anywhere else and i was like oh i'm I'm gonna get these and my dad was like no let me let me get them for you i was like oh oh sure dad he was like yeah you know i always feel bad that i couldn't get you the shoes you wanted growing up and i was like oh dad I never like this whole time I've been sharing my stories about the come up. Yeah. And I never thought like my dad was like, shit, I wish I could. And or he's hearing these stories like, fuck, he's been carrying it this with this yeah. his whole life. <laughs> <laughs> like, my bad. I was like, I felt I felt like touched that he made that um like that 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 sentiment. But I also was like, shit, I feel kind of bad. Yeah. You know? That makes sense. Yeah. My my mom bought me most of the shoes. But then she would sneak in like the airwalk sometimes. <laughs> she, you humble? She bought me some uh, champion <laughs> shoes. Again, lied to me, told me that uh, <laughs> some rapper wore them shits. <laughs> and then champion ended up being cool later. Right. But yeah. Especially now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
And but I really like them. I like the airwalks and I like the championships. So that's why today I don't give a fuck what y'all say about our shoes. Right. <laughs> fuck y'all. I didn't even get my first pair of Jordans till I was in my twenties, and it was my homegirl Nancy who had a crazy. No. <laughs> yeah, I, but here's the thing: I never even really. I didn't grow up around a lot of people that was rocking Jordans all the time. So yeah. I didn't see it. So, you you know, out of sight, out of mind, I wasn't worried. Like we were talking about dunks earlier yeah. and just liking nice sneakers like Adidas, just whatever was going to work. It was functional and look good. I loved heels. But when I got my first pair of Jordan, she had given it to me on my birthday. Mm-hmm. And then after that, I was like, OK, I started building a little bit and then. Every pair of sneakers that I got that are expensive, not going to lie, were a gift. Like, there's just some things I really struggle with buying Mm -hmm. and paying a lot for. And sneakers is that for me. But, like, heels, I love heels. And my dad used to be swaggy. So a lot of the stuff that I saw my dad wear, I used to want to get. And he always wore the round frames. Like, my dad was known for wearing those. And so I bought round frames, too. And then when I was visiting my family yesterday... My mom pulls out these glasses. She goes, hey, are these yours? I was like, no, those are mine. I was like, are they dad's? They're like, no. My sister now is starting to go shopping in dad's, you know, back in dad's little collection of style. So my sister now started doing that. That's our, like, thing. My dad did brag a lot about his fashion. Mm -hmm. We didn't, he didn't buy it for us, but my dad always kind of let us know, like, don't trip off the the price of things. If it's swaggy and it looks good, just wear it. Fuck the price. And if they're worried about the price, that's not the person that you want to be talking to. Oh, your boy stayed in the Goodwill. (laughs) (laughs) The Goodwill shirts. My mom, that was her shit. She'd go to Goodwill. Like, we went shopping. I remember the first time I actually stole something was from the Goodwill on accident. (laughs) Like, my mom was shopping. I was bored. I put on some sunglasses. I must have, like, either wore them out or put them in my pocket or something like that without thinking about it. I was probably, like, six. And my mom was like, "You, you wore those out? And I was like, yeah, <laughs> uh, I forget, forget it. It's, it's, fine, it's fine. It's fine. I was like, oh shit. Um, and I'm now I, you're a klepto. And now I'm a klepto. I stole this robe actually um, <laughs> from the flea market. <laughs> Yo, uh, shout out, shout out to uh, shout out to Harvey J and uh, and Daddy Robes for the robe. I appreciate it. It looks so warm. Um, I was gonna say the first time I ever got a pair of Jordans, like legit ones. Uh, I think I had to be in like fifth, sixth grade. Because up until then, you know. My parents, it was like, you know, it was just, it, the Fila's were like 60. Mm-hmm. And then even like the little kid Jordans, though, were like 90, 100, right? Mm-hmm. And I I would get the Fila's and I would get like, I didn't wear Nikes because I felt my feet were too fat for them. Um, <laughs> they were never comfortable for me back in the day. But I would do a little Fila, I would do a little Reebok. And then I think one day um, um, I seen the ones that I really, really liked. What is it? The fuck? What's the number? The ones with the couch on the side. 13. The 13s. And I was like, yo. Um, I saw, my parents kept seeing me go back to that. And I was like, ah, I can't do it. Nah, it's 100 bucks. I can't do that. <laughs> and I was like, you really want those? I was like, I said, yeah, I like them. So he, they got them for me. And I had never, because all the kids I grew up around, that was their shit, right? Mm-hmm. So then I showed up to school. It was fucking Gardena Valley Christian School. Uh, heaven to earth. And uh, <laughs> I, I remember just walking in. Everybody. Tim with the J's? <laughs> oh, Tim with the new J's. Oh, yo. And I was That's like, so wow. Oh, wow. Okay. Oh, wow. I, I think for my kid, I'm definitely going to sprinkle in really dope shoes. Yeah. Because... That's like that's what my mom did for me, and it made me care less about them. Like mm-hmm. I wore them, and I wore them like a kid, uh, and I got yeah. to see like, okay, it's just fucking shoot. I see. So later, if some feelers came out that I like, I'd say, oh, I want the feelers, you know, mm-hmm. instead of feeling like, oh, I gotta have Jordans, I gotta have Jordans right. and shit. So yeah, I think early on, I'm gonna I'm get them the, the nice shit, the regular shit, and let them see it's all the same shit. I like that. I like yeah. that. Don't put it on a pedestal. <clears throat> yeah. Right. Yeah, okay. Mm-hmm. Interesting. All right, y'all know me. I'm a horny dude. Rick is also a horny dude, okay? Sometimes everybody just needs an escape, but those can be hard to come by right now. Enter Dipsy, all right? Let yourself get lost in a world where good things happen and where your pleasure is the only priority, okay? We know the story of boy meets girl, but what about girl meets girl? Or maybe boy meets girl and they meet another girl. Or maybe boy and boy are reading ads and they meet another boy. Who knows? With Dipsy, the stories continue beyond the initial meetup. 
come here what happens behind closed doors spring has sprung boy and now it's your turn bring the warmth of the outside world back into your bedroom with dipsy if you're looking to heat things up there's a story waiting for you dipsy is an audio app full of short short sexy stories <laughs> designed Designed to turn you on. Each Dipsy audio story features characters that feel like real people and immersive scenarios. So you feel like you're right there. They release new content every week. So there's always more to explore. No matter who you're into or what turns you on. And if you need to wind down, Dipsy also has wellness sessions, sensual bedtime stories, and sound. Escapes to help you relax before you drift off. For listeners of the show, Dipsy is offering an extended 30-day free trial when you go to dipsystories.com slash no chaser. That's 30 days of full access for free when you go to D-I-P-S-E-A stories.com slash no chaser. Dipsystories.com slash no chaser. <laughs> hey guys, this episode is sponsored by Blue Chew. Say it with us. Blue Chew. Blue Chew is making waves and bringing more confidence to the bedroom by offering chewable tablets that can help men get stronger and longer lasting erections. It's so tasty too. <laughs> Blue Chew is a unique online service that delivers the same active ingredients as Viagra and Cialis, but in chewable form and at a fraction of the cost. Blue Chew's tablets help men achieve harder, stronger erections to combat all forms of ED. Erectile dysfunction, brother. Blue Chew is an online prescription service, so no visits to the doctor's office, no awkward conversations, and no waiting in line at the pharmacy, and it ships right to your door in discreet packaging. All right? Blue Chew's licensed medical providers work with you to find the right ingredients and strength for your prescription. Don't like swallowing pills? No problem here. Blue Chew's Sildenafil and Tadalafil tablets are chewable. Blue Chew's tablets are made in the USA and they prepare and ship direct so it's cheaper than a pharmacy. Wow. So if you could benefit from extra confidence when it's time to perform, visit BlueChew.com for more details and important safety information. You know, uh, sometimes you just need a little help in the bedroom. Your boy, your boy is a horny boy, but I get sleepy too. Uh, you know, I might bust a little fast on occasion. Uh, I might soften up sometimes, and that's why Blue Chew comes in handy, all right? And here's a special deal for our listeners. Try Blue Chew free when you use promo code TIM at checkout. Just pay $5 shipping. That's BlueChew.com, promo code TIM, to receive your first month free. And we thank Blue Chew for sponsoring the podcast. <laughs> Well, guess what? Oh, wait. Let me talk about this. I was going to say we got a bunch of questions. Um, but also, um, I saw this tweet of a TikTok the other night that blew my mind. And I wanted to just talk about this because it's so – I was, like, taken aback, shocked. Mm-hmm. Um, and I shared it with Rick already. And um, and I'm just – it's even something I'm having trouble wrapping my head around, okay? Now, Nikki Blaze, let me ask you something. Okay. When you are alone and you're going about your day – um, and you think to yourself, do you have an internal monologue? Like, are you like, oh man, I got to get this. I got to, oh shit. I forgot. Oh, I'm hungry. What should I eat? Is that going on in your brain? Yes. Okay. Same for me. Mm-hmm. Same. Same for Rick. Come to find out that only happens in 50% of people. Wait, what? Yeah. It's, I, I, I can't picture it being anything else. I don't get it. Do you guys see what you're supposed to be doing too? Like there, I have visuals in there. So I, there's voices and visuals. That sounds crazy. But I can see what I'm supposed to do. Like I can visualize what I'm supposed to be doing. I can I can make visuals. Okay. It doesn't just happen every time I think. Something. I have to almost like snap myself out of it. Like I daydream a lot. Okay. But I'm thinking. I'm just thinking about what I'm supposed to do and I can see it. So if I'm zoning out, that's because I'm trying to figure out what I'm supposed to oh, do. Okay. I, I, do you know what I'm saying? No, yeah. I, I, I see what you're saying. I yeah. see what you're saying. But, but, and that's interesting that you say that too because, um, so, but you do have an internal model. Yes. Yeah. So, so yeah, this TikTok was saying that, you know, she found out that only 50% of people have this internal monologue and then which led to replies from people who don't have that internal monologue being like, wait, what? <laughs> you guys 
hear yourself thinking? So then how does their brain work? Check this out. So I'm reading the replies. <laughs> First of all, there was a reply from a, a lady that was like, whenever I saw them do that in movies, like someone being like, oh, wow, he's cute. I wonder or I wonder what I should wear today. Or like, oh, my God, blah, blah, blah. They thought the movies were doing that for dramatic effect. Oh. They didn't think people actually had that going on in their head. Okay, so how... So, so how does it work? I'm for reading them? other replies and it's basically what they were saying is that like they see in more of like visuals. Oh, like okay. instances of things happening uh-huh. as opposed like someone was like, so how about when you got to pee? You're not like, oh, shit, I got to pee. And they're like, it's more just like this feeling of like they feel like they got to pee. And then they see the dick. Peeing. <laughs> Pretty much. It's weird. I, and I was like. I, I like you said, like we said, I can't. You can't even really, even fully grasp it, how that works. I get the visual part because, like I had mentioned, I'm a little bit of both. Yeah. So if I'm not hearing it, I see it, but I couldn't imagine just seeing it, especially because I have both. I couldn't imagine not having the voice to go with the visual. Yeah. This this dude I know, um, this uh, Filipino YouTuber named Mikey Bustos. He is also someone who doesn't have an internal monologue. So we we're talking about it, and he was like. The thought of constantly hearing myself think feels so exhausting to me. Eesh. Like he feels like, so wait, you're just vlogging in your mind 24-7? Oh my God. <laughs> yes. Whoa, I never thought of that. Mike, have I met him? Um, it, Were you at the dance Seattle event? Yes. With Benji and him? Yes. yes. Did I hate him? I don't think so. Sounds like I would hate him. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like I I told Tim last night I feel like the people who have that are the people that I hate like I feel like like the people that I just instantly don't fucking like you don't hear yourself think (laughs) that's that's what it is what's his name Bustos Bustos I don't like you (laughs) another reply that kind of intrigued me is that somebody was like maybe that's why some people have a harder time sleeping because they're always if you hear your internal thoughts, maybe this that's what's true. keeping yeah. you up. And yeah. and for sure that's what keep that's why I need some type of noise or mm-hmm. something to to keep me um distracted from thinking about other shit. All my intelligence shit going on in my brain that <laughs> yeah. other people don't have going on exactly. in their brains. <laughs> I told myself shut up. Like I have to tell myself sometimes, shut up. Stop it. Stop. Or I, I started doing this when I start thinking about somebody mm-hmm. that I don't want to think about. Like, I feel like things just pop up that I don't want there sometimes. Ah. And I tell it, I started doing this and it's helped. I don't want to talk to you right now. I tell whatever person that I'm thinking about, I don't want to talk to you right now. Leave me alone. And then that's how I like stopped. Wait, thinking in real life? In my head. Oh. <laughs> so in my, in my head, I started doing that because I had heard that when you think of people and you're missing somebody, it's because they're thinking about you. So if you tell them or whatever it is that you can't stop thinking about, like, leave me alone, it's supposed to help. So there's times where I tell myself, shut, just shut up. And I listen to sleep meditation. So it's not my voice anymore. And I'm hearing somebody else's. I've probably said this before, but whenever I have trouble sleeping, um, shout out to God one more time. I uh, I start praying (laughs) um, and I always feel bad because. You know, I feel like the the praying does for me something similar to a um like counting sheep. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? Because your 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 brain's focused on one thing, but it's not something like goal oriented. You right. feel me? Yeah. So I'm like something boring. Something boring. Sorry, God, you don't be talking back. So. <laughs> uh, nah, but so we're having a conversation. I start every prayer with, "All right, God. Um, hey man, how are you?" And I'm like, you know how this is gonna end. I mean, you may be this way. I'm sorry, I'm gonna fall asleep, <laughs> but this is how it goes. And then so I feel like as I kind of cycle through everybody i want blessings for and i and i want to you know be healthy and everything i'm thankful for eventually my brain just kind of trails off and i fall asleep do you pray out loud or is this just internal (laughs) it's internal okay it's internal um i've i've said out loud prayers uh but this is more internal i'm just i'm just in my head me in the internal monologue how do those people pray oh do they have how do they read silently like what are they hearing what are they seeing what the fuck? Okay, we got questions. We need to find somebody <laughs> and bring them on. We got questions. I never thought about that. When you sent me this, Tway was asleep, right? Yeah. And in my head, I was like, this motherfucker be hearing her thoughts. <laughs> and she better hear her thoughts. As soon as she wake up, I'm asking if she hear her thoughts. Because if she don't, I'm out of here. <laughs> and then she woke up and I was scared to ask her. Yeah. <laughs> and now I'm thinking about it. She really used to fuck with reading out loud. Um, 
man, <laughs> I might be single next month. <laughs> <laughs> Shit. Put that on your dating resume. So <laughs> call her right now. <laughs> Here's something interesting too. Um, I remember randomly one time I asked my dad. I was like, "Hey, do you do you think entire English?" And he was like, he thought about it, mm-hmm. and he was like, "When I was younger, in Thai, mm-hmm. but now that I've been here for so long, I think in English." That's crazy. Mm. Isn't that weird? Man. I wonder what racist people hear <laughs> <laughs> in their, their thoughts. Are they constantly slurring? <laughs> <laughs> just racial slurs all the time in everything, <laughs> and everything's just one color. <laughs> it's black and white up there. All the visuals are black and white. <laughs> it's fucking WandaVision Bad up there. Visuals in one color. <laughs> All the good visuals are another. <laughs> oh man. Well, something to think uh, about. What maybe Do you dream in color? Yeah. I'm pretty sure I do. Yes. I yeah. I've heard that you can, but I don't think that's true. That you can what? You can't dream in color, but I don't think that's what? true. That's bullshit. Because yeah. I specifically remember color. Yeah. yeah. Like, uh, I don't. Uh, yeah. Let's call Dream Lady back because. Yeah. <laughs> Hi, we have questions. I heard her talk in a different tone. That <laughs> Too soothing. Was, bruh, I was over there. I liked her. <laughs> it was good information, yeah. but her tone was really doing it for Very me. Soothing. Very yeah, soothing. Yeah, she was, she was a nice little vibe. Everyone was kind of surprised at how well she meshed with all of us. Yeah. Her nah, energy was, was cool. Yeah, her energy was dope. She was really liking, um, she was loving Rick. I feel like a lot of our guests, when they sit next to you, they keep touching you. I'm like, the closest. <laughs> they, but they're very, there must be something about you because they always turn and it's yeah. always when they acknowledge you, they yeah. touch you. Well, when they sit down, I whisper in their ear, I won't call HR. So <laughs> they just go for it. It was like a safe, a safe yeah. space. You look like an HR calling ass nigga. Oh. They be like, mm. oh no, people look at me and they're like, ah, no, 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 no. My coworkers call because <laughs> we might have to go back into the office eventually. Yeah. And they're like, yeah, Nikki looks like a walking dress code violation. I'm like, yep, and I'm here to make everybody uncomfortable. You're welcome. Well, I, I tell all of our female guests uh, when they come on, um, I'm married. Keep your distance, please. Um, keep it to yourself. Keep 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 Tim's your like, keep your cooch in your pants, please. I am married. Put them things away. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Tuck, tuck whatever's hanging out tuck away. That in. Hey, it's it coming up. It's, it's coming out again. Put it away. I don't know if it's a hangy downy, but if it is, keep it in there. All right. <laughs> whatever the anatomy is, yeah. cover it up. Um, sew it up. <laughs> you, you got thread. You're like, here. This is for you. You're gonna need this later. Yeah, super glue little, that thing. Shut. Ex- please. Oh, please stop. Flex seal. Uh, <laughs> Gorilla glue that thing. (laughs) Ain't nothing getting out or in. (laughs) You know, as the world becomes increasingly uncomfortable, we're all looking for as much comfort as we can get. You know, we've all been there. You might be in the middle seat of a plane. You might see somebody on the podcast with food in their teeth, Nikki Blaine's, and you don't know what to say, you know? (laughs) And the one thing I can always count on is how comfortable my purple mattress is. That's because purple is comfort reinvented. Only purple has the grid, a stretchy gel material that's amazingly supportive for your back and legs while cushioning your shoulders, neck, and hips. I don't know how it does it. It's just fantastic. Because of how it's designed, the grid doesn't trap air. Air actually circulates and flows through it, so you'll never overheat. The grid bounces back as you move and shift, unlike memory foam, which remembers everything. That's why memory foam has craters and divots. Yeah, that's why I love my purple mattress, man. You know, especially uh, with Chia sleep next to me. She goes to bed all early now because of the baby. I try to squeeze in without waking her up, and it's perfect. You know, it has that perfect balance. You know what I'm saying? Uh, purple really is comfort for an uncomfortable world. Right now, you'll get 10% off any order of $200 or more. Go to purple.com slash nochaser10 and use promo code nochaser10. That's purple.com slash nochaser10. Promo code nochaser10 for 10% off any order of $200 or more. Purple.com slash nochaser10. Promo code nochaser10. Terms apply. Everybody needs a little something something with your eyes. You need to take care of your eyes, bro, because it's important, okay? Warby Parker was founded with a rebellious spirit and a lofty goal to create quality eyewear at a revolutionary price point offering eyeglasses, sunglasses, contact lenses, and eye exams. Warby Parker is committed to providing exceptional vision care online and in source. I have a pair of Warby Parker glasses. I love them. They're light. They're fashionable. It it helps me see because, you know what I'm saying, I'm getting older. My vision's getting more effed up, right? I had to go to New York for mine. You don't have to go to New York. All you got to do, go to warbyparker.com. 
take the online quiz, and they give you a try-on kit, okay? After you do the try-on program, you order five pairs of glasses to try at home for free for five days. There's no obligation to buy. It ships free and includes a prepaid return shipping label. Try five pairs of glasses at home for free at warbyparker.com slash no chaser. Um, all right, so uh, I randomly, on I did an Instagram questions thing last night because I realized sometimes when I say, hey, do y'all have questions for us? They don't want to ask because it's personal questions. Yeah. So I finally, it was like, oh, duh, do it anonymously. 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 My dick post is stink. <laughs> it stink all the time. <laughs> uh, so we have many questions for us. Uh, some of them are quick, cute, uh, short answers. Some of them are like deeper ones. So uh, let's get into it. Uh, 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 um... um uh, oh, let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Look, a quick one first. Quick, easy one. Okay. How did your very first sponsorship on social media go, and how did you get it? I do not remember. Oh God, I do. I know you remember. I remember yours. Which one? Um, it was Nesquik. <laughs> Nesquik. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So my first brand deal ever. Um, so this had to be in like 2007 or some shit. I was still shooting my little skits on my little fucking handheld camcorder um, that my parents and uh, Nesquik hit me up and they were like, hey, we would be willing to pay you $500 if you do a post for our contest. And I was like, hell yeah. <laughs> what? Because at this point, I was just uploading for free. You know yeah. what I'm saying? I was like, I'm getting, oh my God, this is crazy. Shot a cute little skit with Eric um, and, uh, and he had him dress up like a girl. Shit was funny. And um, and I remember funny shit about sponsorships. And I've talked about this before. But like in the beginning, even when I was getting ads on my video, when I first started getting ads, kids were like, wow, you sold out. Mm-hmm. Can't believe. So different. Can't believe you sold out, bro. But now they get it. You know what I'm saying? Now, now I do. I do some ads where, uh, you know. Uh, it's kind of obvious I don't use this product, and they mm-hmm. be like, "Get your money, Tim. Get yeah. the bag, bro." <laughs> yeah, it, it's weird when they started realizing like this yeah. is not selling out. You fucking idiot! <laughs> right? It's a part of the job. <laughs> so, you know, you don't pay me, motherfucker. <laughs> How's I'm gonna get paid? I've worked with a lot of companies. A lot of, I mean, I had the flat tummy tea. I've worked with the sweat stuff. And here's the thing. I actually used all the products that I got sponsored for. But I would say the one that stood out the most that I would say like that check came in. I was like, holy shit, I get paid to do this was this live streaming company that I was working with. And they were paying me two grand for um, a certain amount of hours every month. So I was making that money. And on top of whatever they were sending in the app so yeah. it was it was called Livestar, and it was way before everybody started doing like twitch and those types of things and so they were gifting i thought i made it like every time somebody saw me i was live streaming i was doing that and i was actually like a streamer and everyone around me started getting involved too and i think that's when more people started realizing the breakdown of the potential and the money in it yeah. and there would be times that i would ask people to come and just live stream with me and then i would break them off and they're like this is crazy yeah. and that was the first time and the one deal that i was like this is it the clothes those stuff that was cool but i've been doing that for a long time because of the modeling so i didn't really feel that that was that moment yeah. but when i got the money and it was the check the, the deposits were coming in i was like i'm done I made it. I'm just going to be eating on camera for the rest of my life. <laughs> and let me just say, uh, when y'all hear me talking about my deep sea diving watch from uh, Movement, I love it. God damn it. <laughs> Wear it all the time. <laughs> yeah. I do not remember my first one. I've been trying to think this whole time. I don't remember my first one. But I do remember my first big one because it was such a fucking shock. Uh-huh. Uh, I don't think we we're allowed to say who was. I don't remember what we signed, whatever. But I'll tell you. The video was all about farts. <laughs> <laughs> and we had to submit an idea before <laughs> getting approved. Yeah. And it got approved. Damn. And I did we didn't know what the money was going to be before <laughs> writing the script. And it was the the first big one. It was, you got your bag. Yeah. I don't know what it was for him. It was definitely more, but for me it was twenty. And I was like, damn. Damn. For some fart? Okay. He's like, just pooping. I, I can fart every week if y'all need me to. Is that, is that the skit I put Leanne in? Leanne and Jessica Lessica? Uh, I don't remember who yours was. I definitely had Leanne. Mine was my fart. friend Mariah. Okay. But I was in yours too. Yes, it was. It was. It, yeah. was, it, was, it was. It was. It was. Yeah. Okay. Okay. S- smoke. Smoke and 
uh, I don't know, man. Who knows? Truth. <laughs> Truth. <laughs> oh, yeah. word. Yes, yeah. yes, 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 yes. Okay, I was thinking like I had smoke coming out the ass. What are you yeah. talking about? <laughs> yeah, it was it was fucking Damn. farts, and I was like, I was like, wow, this is for the this one is cool one so. one video. Yeah. <laughs> about farting. Crazy. <laughs> yeah. Well, it, was a, it wasn't about farting, but that's what my concept was. There's a lot of farts going on and shit like that. And yeah, it was a lot of fucking money for that. I was like, oh, wow, I, I like this job. Mm-hmm. That's this is cool. Man, that's definitely like a, one of the blessings of this shit, right? When you're yeah. like, ah, man, I can't believe I'm getting paid to make a fucking dumb ass fart video. Yeah. I mean, and I love it. Yeah. I love fart videos and I love fart jokes. Mm-hmm. Um, my favorite part of being a father is how much the baby farts. <laughs> it's just, it's great. Because uh, it's so much farting, Nikki Blades. It's hilarious. She's a farty dude. She's a little farty baby? Yeah. <laughs> I got a car when I got into radio. It smelled like farts. It was pooty. It was a pooty ass car. I don't know what air freshener they had in there. <laughs> but that was another one too that I was like, holy shit, all I had to do was do a little interview with them and post on my social every once in a while. And I was driving around a brand new blacked out custom Camaro mm. yeah. for like a year. She was wild. I was like, this is crazy. But yeah. you get to see the potential. Like everything now, there's opportunities. <laughs> there's yeah. opportunities everywhere. And you just start looking at it that way. And I feel like a lot of kids nowadays, they're starting to pick up on it. Yeah. Yeah. And they're starting to get the like sponsored lifestyle isn't about somebody going and have to date and have sex with somebody to get sponsored (laughs) that's you don't gotta do that you can just post on social come up with cool content and make that a lifestyle because people appreciate it and like you said we're not paying you so somebody got to in order to keep you putting out that work so it's dope i want want, want to take a second real quick and say how much i hate that uh girls who was fucking people for money took over the word sponsor. They did. <laughs> like it didn't already mean mm-hmm. a thing. Ugh, so annoying. <laughs> <laughs> I, um, shit. I forgot what I was going to say. <laughs> <laughs> shit too. Uh, um, ah, yes. I remember one time I had a, a um, I was on a panel mm. and it was um for like, you know, some social media people and, and it was also brands and it was kind of all about like, uh, the relationship between, the personalities and the brands and how to bridge that gap and what do you like working with in terms of companies? What do you dislike? And one of the people I was on, I was on that panel with uh, Sham Booty, Sham Dram, And there was also a, a representative there for like a, 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 a bigger um, talent. All right. Mm-hmm. Um, who was her, this person like handled that girl's brand deals or whatever. Right. Yeah. And so she kind of went into this whole thing. She's like, she's like, you know, we make sure for my client that like, um, you know, she really, you know, cares about the product and like if she's using the product for for this amount of time, we really make sure it's something she can like commit to and it's something we value. And, I'm, and I was like, and I let her go and I was like, you guys, I will plug anything y'all want. <laughs> if you guys... <laughs> flat tubby tan. Yeah, I'm like, if y'all are paying me, I will literally push damn near anything y'all want me to yeah. push as long as it doesn't go against my morals. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And so everyone kind of laughed. But they knew I was serious. Mm. And afterwards, <laughs> a dude came up to me and he was like, I think you're going to get a lot of deals. <laughs> <laughs> For real, man. I said, well, just, just fucking put it out there. But um, I used to really be on that shit, too. Like, bro, if I don't, if I wouldn't use this shit, I don't want to promote it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because for a minute, with the type of content we made, they would tell me shit like, I mean... There's like liquor companies, uh-huh. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Because uh, it wasn't family yeah. friendly. And I'm like... I don't fucking drink. You know what I'm saying? Like, what do you want me to do? And I never did that until it was like somebody who I felt was cooler. Mm. (laughs) And I was just like, all right, for you, I'll do it. Fucking um, Niall. Ah. Yeah. He has some Bacardi. Oh, oh, the the rum. Oh, rum, rum, rum. Yeah, not Bacardi. It's a rum. And I was like, all right, <laughs> let's fucking do it. But I was just very clear. I was like, y'all know I don't drink. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. you got this over I there. mean, I think that's all. It's it's all about just kind of being um, genuine about it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? The, like The one I refused to do was anything with dating sites and dating apps. Mm. Like a lot of dating people wanted me because I never really posted my relationship. Yeah. So everybody just assumed I was single. I was like, that's just the one thing I could not do. Everything else I was okay with. And I used a lot of the products. The, the companies that were reaching out and made sense, liquor companies, even yeah. I say the tummy tea because a lot of people made fun of it. Right. I used it. I, you know, so many people threw shade at it because of body shape. 
shaming, but I used it. Yeah. It served its purpose. If you know, if you read the damn package, you knew you was going to be exactly. shitting all day. That was the job of it anyways. Yeah. But the one thing I just could not do and the money makes you think about it, mm. but that was my line. I was like, I can't do anything dating related, especially if I'm in a relationship. That to me was the ultimate like right. fraud. You yeah. you a damn fraud if you are in a relationship, go on a dating show. Some of these people really be in full blown relationships going on dating shows. Yeah, yeah, facts. And and that shit blows my mind. And I was like, there's my line. Yeah. You know, um, I'm not so okay. You know what? <sighs> Okay, I'm I'm fronting out here, guys. I'm pretending like I would push any product, but I'm not going to lie. <laughs> there have been times where there was something I couldn't do because I was like, I would feel like a sellout if I did this. Mm. And it was um, uh, a, a game app company hit me up, and they wanted me to do a rap about their game. And I was mm-hmm. like, ah, that's kind of corny for me. Mm-hmm. Like, I... I really kind of take my rap seriously. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? I'm like, I don't want to do that. But I, I'm like, I'll tell you guys what. I'm more than down to do an R&B song about your game, right? Mm-hmm. So they were like, yeah, that's that's cool. I'm like, but here's what I'm going to do. And this is how I normally do when I'm working with companies. I'll throw out my craziest idea to them, and then i wait for them to tell me to bring it back, which yeah. is what they normally do, and we meet somewhere in the middle, right? So I wrote this fucking song that, that was, it weaved in like, words and shit from the game but it was all about eating ass basically mm-hmm. <laughs> it was a it was a romantic r&b 90s r&b song about eating ass right mm-hmm. and i wrote them this shit they're like okay maybe yeah bring that back a little bit i'm like deal yeah. so i'm telling you i felt like i took out any crazy verbiage and i kept it all innuendo at this mm-hmm. point it was all like it could go either way type flirty lyrics right mm-hmm. And they still wasn't fucking with it. And I'm like, I'm getting frustrated at this point, right? So finally I was like, all right, this bag is great. You guys, just tell me tell me what you would want me to say in this song, right? Mm. So they sent me their ideal lyrics. Wasn't funny. Mm. It was just basically talking about the game. But in my head I was like, fuck it, I'm gonna just do it, right? Yeah. And I was doing it and I was like, I can't do this! Yeah. You, just, I, you felt it. I just couldn't do it. I was like, I... I hate this, so I don't yeah. feel comfortable with this. If I do this, I will feel like a sellout for the first time. I wrote them an email. I was like, you know what, guys? No, 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 no. Oh, thank you. Glory to God. Once again, I wrote an email to my my the middle person who got me the brand deal. I'm like, you know what, dog? I can't do this, man. Tell them I can't do this. And he was like, hold a second. I think they might be realizing that you might be too much and they they might pull out of the deal. And he got me half of the money oh. from the brand deal still just for my work that yeah. I put in already. So I was like, oh, thank God. Nice. Wow. Yeah. That worked out. It did work out. And, you know, it, 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 luckily, hey, kids, read your contracts. Uh, you know, <laughs> yeah. Make sure you get Woo. shit. Uh, make sure you get contracts because, uh, you know, it's easy to get dicked out of some money. Yeah, definitely. Oh, yeah. <sighs> All right. Well, that was, a, that was a good talk, guys. That was Mm-mm. good. Everybody got that limit. All right. Um. Let's see. Let's see. Let's see. Okay. Here, here's a question for the guys, and, and you can you can give us some input no. as well, Nikki Blades. I'll listen. You um, Nicholas for now. Yeah. So, how do I last longer in bed? My first time, I lasted three seconds on the penetration, but foreplay, BJ, etc. Uh, I lasted longer, which I feel like is pretty yeah. common. Is this James Cage White? It sounds like it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. And uh, um, uh, how to last longer in bed. First of all, I'll say this. Everybody's first time, you bust super quick. Mm -hmm. Um, I mean, I know I did. Not three seconds. Well, not three seconds. I think I got. It definitely wasn't a long time. Right. I think I got a good, maybe three pumps in. And I was like, all right, it's a wrap, bro. But it was more like, oh, shit. Yo, so much goes through your mind the first time you you actually bust um, with a woman. Because it's like. You know, you know, I wasn't wearing a condom, right? Mm. And then in my head, I'm like, "Oh my god, oh my god, it's my first time. Oh my god, do I tell her I'm about to come? Do I do I come on her like in porn? Do I do, should I bust <laughs> in my hand? Do, do, uh, what does she want? Uh, oh my god, uh, I'm pulling. Am I pulling out too too fast? Like, oh, wh- where am I gonna go if I pull out? Should I do it on her sheets? Oh my god, you know what I'm saying? And it's like, <laughs> and then for me, um, I definitely like pulled out, and afterwards, I was like. I think I might have got a little bit in you. And then it was a whole thing, too. I had to get the morning after pill. All that shit. It was a whole mess, Damn. right? Yeah. Condoms. Um, condoms, yeah. You know what? First time, I feel like you should definitely go for the condoms because, you know, bro, you don't know when you're going to bust. And it's probably going to be quick. Mm. Um, as far as me figuring out how to last longer, 
that really came with just practice, right? Mm -hmm. The more you do it, the better you get at it. Um, and and I remember, oh, this is fucked up. I've told this story too, but let's just keep telling old stories. Um, <laughs> my, mind you, when I lost my virginity, I only had sex with that girl one time because we weren't like together or anything like that. And it just kind of something that happened. And then the second time I had sex was with a different girl. And she was kind of like, she thought, she was gonna get like some great sex you know what i'm saying mm -hmm. um and then but i wasn't ready at all like we were just fucking making out and she was like you ready and i was like for for what <laughs> you know what i'm saying <laughs> and then so and then so like she maneuvered me in there and I, in my head i'm like oh shit it's going down I'm like all right, all right, all right, all right here we go and then <laughs> i was in the middle of it and i was like oh, oh, hold on <laughs> and she's like she's thinking there's a problem she's like what 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 i'm like I came and immediately, and I've told the story, but she was, you know, I'm like, oh, that's it. She was like, what? <laughs> that's it? Are you serious? That was like five seconds. I'm like, oh, God. Oh, damn. Hurts. Uh, it hurts, man. <laughs> it's a lot of pressure you guys are under. It is. It is. You guys are under a lot of pressure. But you know what? I'm starting to realize we bring it on ourselves. So I got some tips for you, bro. Mm -hmm. um, if you know it's going to happen, try to whack off before. Yeah. Just get that first one out. Try to control your thoughts. What happens is we get so excited for it and we're mm -hmm. thinking about it this whole time. We're already kind of internally jacking off. Yeah. <laughs> thinking totally. about it. And it sounds silly, but that's a thing. It it happens. You're it's going down there. So try not to get too excited and think about that shit too much so that when it's time, you didn't waste a bunch of that energy. Um, relax your butt. <laughs> when you're thrusting, all knees and quads, no hamstrings, don't squeeze. That's gonna, it's gonna feel too good. This is about trying to give her the pleasure first so she doesn't do what that girl did uh -huh. to him. And traumatize you for life. That yeah. Sucks. Now, when you're not squeezing your cakes, it's not going to feel as good. Fair. That's a warning for you. But it's going to make you last a little bit longer. Um, what do you What do you think about when you're trying? Because every guy I talk to thinks about something yeah. differently to keep from busting too quick. Okay, so I was just about to bring that up. That doesn't really work for me. Really? Like forcing thoughts outside, that will take me completely out of it. You know what I'm saying? Right. Which does work, but if she's paying attention and you're Right, kinda, then you're going, excuse yeah, me, what are, yeah. you doing? What, what are you looking at over exactly. there? Well, well here, so here's, whenever I'm in that situation and I'm, and I'm trying to think of some different shit because I don't want to bust, well, luckily for me, um, I save the hitting it from the back for last because okay. that's, that's what will make yeah. me bus right mm -hmm. like um because it's just the best and uh <laughs> so when you're back there she doesn't see your face you you could be everywhere yeah. you know you could be looking at the fucking the, the tv the the posters on the wall one thing that used to always work for me it's so it's just so fucking asian too is i try to see how high i can multiply <laughs> So I'm in there like, all right, two times two is four, four times two is eight, eight times two is 16. I could only imagine two. being in that moment and hearing two times two is four. No, I have an internal monologue. I'm good. No, yeah. but imagine that. Imagine the person that does that it. That did it. Yeah. <laughs> imagine people thinking. Don't bust. Don't bust. Don't, don't, don't bust. bust. Uh, excuse me. What, what did you say? say? Or, What's going on? Even worse. Now, or like in my, in my older years, um, I would freestyle in my head. So in my, I'm in my head like, yo, I'm coming off the top. So, so, so. I'm like just trying to rhyme and shit, you know? Coming off the top, trying not to come, come from the top. Oh. <laughs> and then a technique that we know as the ladies, we know that you guys are doing to last longer also is the switching it up. Like going from doing it to not doing it, to get back to a little foreplay, right. mm -hmm. switch positions. You can also adjust and do things like that too if you don't want to stay in it because some people right. just can't get out. If you can't be in there and you know it's going to happen, yeah. get out. Because also what that does too for us is it builds this anticipation. Right. Mm -hmm. And a lot of times I think people forget about that as well. Like there's a flow, you get a rhythm and depending on who you're with too. Because sometimes quick is good. Sometimes we don't want, some of y'all be just too damn long. <laughs> just like stop, this isn't fun anymore because it right. does hurt after a while. And Especially after you, you've already busted once. I'm done. Yeah. Get off of me. And then it's just, yeah, so 
it's good to want to last and especially learning your partner. That's the best part. Right. Mm -hmm. And then being okay with, and it's confidence too, right? Cause there's times where you've been with somebody that's who they know what they're doing. And then you're just like, Oh shit. They switch it up on you. You know what it is? It's confidence and comfort, right? Yes. Yes. The times where I like was really like perfecting my stroke and lasting a long time is when I was in relationship mm -hmm. because you're comfortable with that. You're comfortable with that person. You're not fucking stressed about anything else. Right. Yeah. And, um, and there's no pressure. Cause you, you know, you, you can just fuck tomorrow. Yeah. yeah. And it ain't new no more. Right. There was no, right. no buildup. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's all the same old pussy. <laughs> and look, and, and look, ladies, we know not all of them can go back to back. So stop fucking pressing them sometimes. You can, you like, I have been told, if you don't get the fuck off of me, this is, this is not going to work out. And I know I've been really like, it was good and I want more. I'm like, okay. And then the guy's like, yo, please give me five. Ladies, we have to be understanding as well. <laughs> Let's do it again. That's me. I'm like, yeah, wake up. Want some water? I'm over here. Like, you ready? Hello, excuse me. Wake. I'm like, doo doo. Oh, but you know what? Another thing you said about um, if if you feel like you know, just to 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 just kind of switch it up to to get out and do some foreplay yeah. and then go back in. You definitely got to make sure she's not about to bust when you do that. Mm. Oh yes. Oh, if, if if okay, guys, if she says right there, don't stop. Yeah. Don't stop anything you're doing. It's same. I know it may seem like you want to be doing extra shit because you saw it in porn. No, babies, stop. Mm -hmm. It is right there. She is there. Do not stop what you're doing. I don't care. You better start be focusing on the goal yeah. until she gets there because there is nothing worse <laughs> than you thinking that you're doing something and if I say right there and you switch, it's literally, uh, you yeah. just move a little bit and it's gone. Y'all get so mad. Mm -hmm. Because it it's <laughs> tough to get to that point. Yeah. And then when you're there, there, just stay. It sounds annoying and it may not be what you want to do. It definitely can be annoying. It's annoying. Because a lot of times y'all get there right when we are ready to get away. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> just All right. right. Uh, then yeah. it's like you really got a fucking Jedi Focus. mind. Yes. yes. Yeah. But that, yeah, that's really when the mental comes in. But the thought should not necessarily be don't bust. Focus on her. Yes. Mm -hmm. that, yeah. That's what worked for me a lot is when I would take the focus off of my pleasure because mm -hmm. even though, like I said, you're not clenching, it doesn't feel as good, it still feels fucking great. Mm -hmm. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So just focus on her first. Um, ladies, though, start being more vocal when you finish because girls be sneaky. Uh -huh. They be trying to quietly so they you can keep going and shit. Like, N tell me <laughs> so I can do what I got to do. <laughs> and it's crazy how many ladies have never came. Like, there yeah. are so many women that have never came. Including by themselves. Yeah. They never yeah. want to take credit for and that. And y'all need to stop lying. <laughs> Seriously, stop lying to your partner. Stop lying to yourself. If you haven't came, don't tell them you did because now... You're you're unhappy and you're building that up yourself. And it's only your fault, right? Because if you think that you're doing this and all this other stuff and in her head, she's like, this is not working out. Mm -hmm. And you're going to keep letting him do the same thing over and over. You got to communicate. But do, comfort. Do girls who, oh, go. oh, no, no. No, go, go finish first. Oh, I was going to say. Oh, wait, wait, wait. <laughs> <laughs> but comfort and confidence in the bedroom does get built over time. And especially <clears throat> if it is with one person and it's nice to be able to experiment. And if you do have that comfort with your partner you both will start having better sex mm -hmm. because you are communicating yeah i've one such a dope uh experience i had uh with a random hookup who who was like somebody it wasn't like a one-night stand it was someone i kind of knew and then we randomly hooked up and the first time was trash of, uh, from my part you know what i'm saying because mm -hmm. um you know like we've said, you know, the, the penis is pretty complicated sometimes. You know what I'm saying? Because sometimes mentally you might be so into a girl or think she's so hot that you can't get up. You can't you can't get hard because it's like you're you're so much anticipation and so much pressure of I want to do well that like your penis is like, oh, you know, I'm cool, dog. Like <laughs> like like in like in fucking um Infinity War when the Hulk just wouldn't come out when, when Bruce Banner really needed him <laughs> yeah. to. That's what happens, right? And so I, I just could not get it up. And then when I finally did, I busted man quick and I was like, ah, fuck. And she was like, man, you know the first time is never good. And I was like, thank you for being grown <laughs> and thank you for uh, saying that. <laughs> so it's like, um, that's one of the benefits of like the relationship and the comfort yeah. and the mm -hmm. consistent partner, you know? Um, I was going to say you know, when we were talking about 
thinking of different shit during the stroke mm. we have uh, uh our boy super ego he used to tell me that one thing that he would help him not bust <laughs> he would think of his is like one of his like relatives like veiny legs oh <laughs> That doesn't just make you. <laughs> I know. Just and, wouldn't that just stop and, everything? And to what Rick said, look, I also have had experiences where I'm so in the mind state of let me not bust, so I'm gonna think of something else that I'm I went too far, mm-hmm. and now I'm so disconnected that oh shit, I'm soft now. Yeah. Oh, and there's nothing worse than going. Is, was that me or is right. that you know what i mean was that me are we good and then that creates like a whole nother level of insecurities that you don't want to deal with so yeah. if you could avoid that because let me tell you the moment it goes soft she's instantly going what did i do wrong i know she's ready <laughs> yeah. to cover yeah. everything up yeah. oh. and it sucks because sometimes y'all did do something wrong <laughs> sometimes yeah sometimes yeah. like you did something wrong it's not something wrong with you you right. did something mm-hmm. wrong and then now you're all in your head that that's one of those things like the same way girls will lie and say they finished when they didn't men don't know how to say well you did x y and z yeah. like how do you get to that point it's just crazy but um do we have other questions um it don't matter okay so i have a question something you brought up mm-hmm. do women get to be mad when they don't finish if they've never finished, I mean, by themselves at all. No, because she don't know what she's mad about. Okay, why the fuck do they do that? I've never... S- I've seen... I I know girls who complain about guys never getting them out, yada, yada, yada. And then the conversation goes on and they've never done it themselves. It's like, so how the fuck are you mad at him? I've never... Maybe your thing just don't work. <laughs> <laughs> I'm thinking about it. I've never met... A woman, well, at least in my circle while talking about sex, that has never came. So I don't even know what that experience is for women that have not experienced Mm. that. So I don't know. I don't think that you get the right. You have the right to complain about whatever you want. But in all reality, that's your fault Mm -hmm. uh, for women in order to come. Or your problem. (laughs) Yeah, it's yours. It's yours to deal with first before blaming anybody else. If you've never came on your own, then what are you mad about? You don't know what you're missing out on. So are you just angry because everybody else is upset? Maybe it's kind of the equivalent of like, oh, yeah, I fucked hella bitches. But you're lying. And is she lying? You know what? You know, kind of like, is that it's a lot of different stigmas coming to play at once. Yeah. Because I feel like society will will tell men that. All the pressure is on them. Yeah, it's your job to make everybody happy in the bedroom, and also, it it tells women that you know. Well, early on, well, I don't know how it is now, but like, it's gross for them to like masturbate, or they they can't they're, be sexual people. And a lot of the things, I mean, that's it right there. So women are still exploring their sexuality and being able to discuss it. A lot of the times, men just know, like you, it's very obvious when a man comes. When a woman comes, everybody is different. It's very different. Everybody, there's so many different ways to have an orgasm. So imagine feeling all these things and not knowing how to identify it, let alone finding anybody to talk to about it. Mm. And then when you're with someone, you feel as though you have to stroke their ego as well, because just like the pressure is for men to perform, it's for the women to not disappoint their man. Mm -hmm. Because if I don't make him feel good in the bedroom, he's going to leave me. And as we continue to have the conversations, more women are now saying like, yeah, I, you know, they talk about some of their early experiences on the first time that they ever had an orgasm. And when you talk to a woman that hasn't, you can kind of look at a pattern. A lot of it mainly involves the judgment side and in order for a woman to come you have to be free in your mind you must let go Mm. of whatever you're thinking about that's why they say women it's a mental thing and so imagine if a woman is feeling insecure how is she going to be able to release to come so So that's a 100 percent facts Uh, i'm sorry finish your thought no 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 no. okay so so i was gonna say (laughs) uh that's probably why they're feeling insecure too so imagine sitting next to a girl that's like yeah i squirted all over my man and talking about all these crazy things and oh yeah i do this this and this and this and that woman is confident in herself Mm -hmm. and then the woman next to her is like i've never came so now it's almost like the shame is over her yes even though it's not being placed on her you internalize that like damn is there something wrong with me no a hundred percent when i was younger and beginning to canoodle with different ladies um so i you know i've said this before like i really um uh you know i've been told i'm good at going down uh i'm a cunning linguist you know what i'm saying and uh, and, um but with my experience with different women the ones that were like oh no guys like never made me come from that or i don't like it were the ones that are like 
oh, I don't, I don't, I don't even like the way I like. I don't like the way I look down there, mm-hmm. or I don't even like a guy down there. Yeah. And it was like, bro, like if you can't get comfortable just letting somebody go down there, how are you gonna fully enjoy it? You yeah. know what I'm saying? And those tended to be like when we were younger. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, the girls who are really like kind of just insecure about how their like vaginas looked, yeah. Um, or their vulvas looked. Mm-hmm. Um, but when you deal with older women who are like, yeah, man, come on, now. I'm trying, I'm trying to get this nut. It's and mm-hmm. chilling. They're like, bro, get your ass down there. Yeah. They will always like enjoy themselves. And you know? and and some. Some partners are better like women do get in relationships with people that they may be compatible in other aspects of it but mm-hmm. sexually there's something off yeah. right and if you don't communicate that you don't know and there's times where you you know when a lot of people talk about maybe that one random hookup mm-hmm. or that one dude that just like everybody has that one that when you're thinking about it you're like we would never be in a relationship but i would do him every day <laughs> There's something about those people. So if you've hooked up with somebody and that person made you feel a type of way and you were free and you didn't care and you're like just wild and loved yourself and loved the experience, like remember those things about it. Why was it so great? A lot of it is because there's no judgment. Mm, When you talk about the hookup or the one night stand or that one dude that you're like, I know this is all we're doing. I don't care what you think about me. The sex is great. But if you keep that mindset in a relationship, you said it. I might be thinking about stuff. And now I'm mad at you about not taking out the fucking trash. <laughs> right. And it and that's the type of things that can be going on in your head because it's not the same experience for us as it is for you guys. You guys are completely overwhelmed by the feeling like it's really euphoric for you guys yeah. for the most part. But sometimes ladies, they like guys be in there and you're literally not getting the same. It's two different pages you guys are on. So. If you haven't came, learn your body, be comfortable with it, know that you're sexy and you're beautiful and and figure out what works for you. Yo, some people like insertion, some people like outer, some people want to be grabbed or smacked or choked or, or, sh- or jiggled. 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 <laughs> uh, so whatever does it for you, find someone you're comfortable with too that and, and explore. Yeah. Like be okay with finding somebody that you can open up with that way. It's very vulnerable. Yeah. It's very, very vulnerable. But when you find somebody that you can learn some things with, yeah. you gonna remember that. Yeah, man. Oh. You gotta be mm-hmm. open minded to that shit, man. Not yeah. just not just in the bedroom, but in life. Mm-hmm. But people, people keep themselves from experiencing so much good shit yeah. just because they're afraid to try new things. Mm-hmm. You know, and it's so silly. It's so stupid. Um, one point I really want to make though, as much as sex is about a partner <laughs> and another person, and all that shit, you have to stop judging you first Mm -hmm. a lot of that judgment nikki's speaking about it's coming from within like we can say society this society society ain't in the bedroom Mm -hmm. society ain't about to come knock on your door and say you just fucked they don't know (laughs) you're judging you and the more you blame society or what you think he might think or she might think you're never going to get it right and then you have those instances where you you do that one time and you cling to that person Mm -hmm. Because you think that person made it possible, but it was you. You let go for a minute and it worked. Just keep letting go. Yeah. Right. Stop holding on to that one person. And look, to my religious people out there that was feeling that song in the beginning. Uh, <laughs> look, God, y'all be fucking. God, God, that's how you got here. Look, we all horny, man. And God, guys, look, I feel like God's not tripping like that. <laughs> I don't think so either. <laughs> like, look, um, I always just kind of feel like, man. I've been I went to Christian school for 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 a, a big part of my life, you know, like God God was and still is a, a part of my life. And um and I'm a horny dude, you feel mm-hmm. me? Um and I did a lot of horny things out of wedlock before marriage, mm-hmm. you feel me? And um I'm pretty blessed. Yeah. <laughs> so I feel like like <laughs> I was, in the grand scope of things, I always feel like man, God's not dumb. Somebody was <laughs> like God got a virgin pregnant. <laughs> And he ain't married her. <laughs> <laughs> oh, damn. Like, Yo. I'm not going to touch that one. You <laughs> just be like, mm, mm-hmm. oh, But yes, man. just like. Look, I think I think sex sex is a blessing. Um, mm-hmm. Sex is a blessing and um, self exploration too. You know when I when I went to, when I took my human sexuality class, my women's studies class specifically, and I remember this, and I've told the story, but um, and we, they put us into groups. It was a whole week dedicated to masturbation Mm -hmm. and they put us all in groups to discuss our first masturbation experience because the emphasis was, you know, 
um, society kind of makes, you know, women feel like dirty about touching themselves, exploring themselves. And we kind of went around uh, discussing and it was it was a couple girls who were like, no, I've never masturbated or I didn't masturbate until my boyfriend showed me how, you know what I'm saying? Because it was like they were raised to feel like, oh, that's gross. Masturbating is only something guys do. But the, but the fact is like, really, how are you going to be able to, how are you going to tell a man how to please you if you don't know how to please you? Yeah. yeah. You know? Yeah. Is it, is it society or is it parents? Parents, religion, <laughs> I think all that kind of A combination, because yeah. think about some of the things that we use on a daily basis. Where some things were invented to stop you from masturbating. And a lot of the narrative, I mean, that's why graham crackers, the internet is crazy. You can look up all this stuff. But a lot of it is the combination of the two. My parents were very open, very, very open. But my dad straight up said, like, what's my role on sex? Don't have it. But, <laughs> but... I knew what was up at a very young age, uh, wasn't ashamed of my body, which is probably a big part of my sexuality and why I feel so comfortable in my skin, especially in the bedroom, because that's I've always been that way. Mm. But it's a combination because my dad always made it clear, like, you can go and have sex with whoever you want. You could do whatever you want, but understand it's a double standard for you. Oh, right, right, right. He's like, I can go fuck everybody. I'm the man. You fuck everybody. You're a hoe. And that's not me telling you that. That's society telling you that. So if you get the combination, it's a little bit of both. I would say your parenting style, some parents really shame their kids. Um, like, it's just a lot of shame. And then religion, just imagine stacking all of that, then going outside and being told, if you dress this way, you're this. If you do this, then you're that. If you're having sex and you like somebody choking you, that means that it's this. Well, you're not allowed to shame anybody for nothing nowadays. That's why we go in a hell in a handbasket. <laughs> Shout out to God one more time. Shout out to the devil too. He out here, man. He, he's, 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 the devil's at work every day. I not cosign that I'm not saying big up. I'm just saying, I'm just saying he's out here, man. I'm just saying, I see you, playboy. <laughs> you stay on that side. I'm yeah, staying yeah. over here. Stay over there. I see you. Just relax. Relax a little bit. You're doing your thing. Yeah. I look around. You're doing your thing. Yeah. You're, you're doing your thing a little too much. You know? <laughs> you're just slow down a little bit. Just, Last year was rough, yo. Yeah. <laughs> plus, he's apart from me, man. <laughs> I'm, I'm married. I'm married. <laughs> Leave me alone. <laughs> uh, all right, y'all. Thank you for watching another episode of the No Chaser Podcast. Um, you, you got a closing statement? I look like you look like you want to say something. No. All right, sure? I was trying not to sneeze. Oh, for oh. sure. <laughs> Bless you. All right, y'all. Thank you for watching. We appreciate you. We love you. I'm Tim Shot the Wrong Suit. I'm Ricky Shut. I'm Nikki Blades. Bye.